Welcome to another inspirational message from Gateway Life Church. We're so glad that you've joined us and trust that this podcast will be a blessing to you. Praise God, you're singing well. There's a great atmosphere here in this place and also online. Uh, In a few moments' time, we're going to sing prophetically over not just uh, the Gateway Life Church family, but uh, across the Yorbi-Wodonga community. But before we do, I just want to take a moment to give thanks to God for 20 years. Can we give the Lord a hand of praise for 20 years? And uh, the reason why I want to give thanks to God for 20 years, because for me it represents 20 years of God's goodness, 20 years of God's grace, and 20 years of God's faithfulness. And so we're so thankful to God for all that He's done in that time. And uh, I just want to say prophetically to someone out there today that God has got you. I want to give a shout out to those who haven't been feeling great lately. Perhaps you're going through a trial, a test of your faith, uh, but you're continually standing up and stepping out and you keep on moving forward. I want to give a shout out to those guys and say, well done. You're getting stronger, and I promise you, when you come out of this season, remember this season has also come to pass, and when you come out of this season, you're going to be smarter, you're going to be sharper, and you're going to be stronger because of what you went through. I promise you. You see, all things work together for good to those who are called by God for His purpose. God is good. And goodness and mercy are following you all the days of your life. And so I want to bless you in Jesus' name. I want this song that we're about to sing to be a declaration over all of those, both past and present members of Gateway Life Church. I want to sing this song over every single person who's ever walked through our doors from our very first service at the Aubrey Public School Hall. I want to sing this song over those who have come, those who have gone for whatever reason, and of course, those who are still here. I want to sing this song. I want it to be a a prophetic declaration over the Aubrey-Wodonga community, the the regions of uh, uh, Riverina and uh, Northeast Victoria, over Africa, over India, and over the Philippines. And we're going to sing a song called The Blessing. And Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 to 26 says... The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. We're going to sing the song, the blessing. Would you make it a prayerful declaration today? Amen. May His favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children. May His favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children. May His presence go before behind you and beside you all around you and within you is where 
think about 20 years of ministry, surely I think about 20 years of God's unconditional love, grace, goodness, and faithfulness. I remember many years ago seeing uh, a painting, which for me was a prophetic picture. And uh, I wish I could have found the actual uh, painting to show you on the screen, but I'll do my best to describe it. And uh, the painting was, uh, it was uh, the, the hand of a child reaching up to the hand of God. And the hand of the child could barely make it around the wrist of God's hand. But of course, God's hand was completely wrapped around the, the wrist of the child. And I really do believe that, you know, as much as we think that, and I think it's a good thought that uh, as much as we think that we're holding on to God, God wants us to know that He's got us and He's holding on to us. And, uh, and on this day, I stand on this platform to testify that if it weren't for God's hand upon my life, holding on to my hand, holding on to my wife, onto our lives, we would not be here today. So I want us to give full credit and full glory to the one who must have all the glory, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's give Him a hand, because without Him, I would not be here today. You know, in those 20 years, I can't tell you how many times I've encouraged others with this word. And it's this, that the same God who was faithful in your past will be faithful today and in your tomorrows. And I've quoted that word not just over other people's lives as they've been encountering various storms of life, but I can't tell you how many times I've spoken that word over my wife's life, over my life in particular. As there's been so many uh, times when I've just had to really pause and say, remember Jason, the same God who did it then is the same God who will do it again. For He is a God of deliverances. And I really do believe that in the, uh, these past 18 months, if ever the people of God, if ever the church was tested, surely it's been in the last 18 months with this whole COVID season. And that's why I want to give a shout out to all of those who just continually get up, stand up and keep moving forward, even when it's not easy. And to, you know, for that, I salute you and I honor you. God bless you. When I think about 20 years of ministry, I also think about the fact that you can't build by yourself and how you need a very special someone in your life, someone who will walk with you in agreement and also follow you. Someone who believes that you hear from God and someone who believes that you're leading them into continual promised lands. Someone who inspires you and is inspired by you. Someone who will love and serve God as they love and serve people. Someone who encourages you when you're discouraged. Someone who will not only compliment you and build you up, but also complete you. And I speak of none other, of course, than my wife, Trina. Can we just give her another hand? I know that we've done that today, but it's worth it. Woo. When I think about 20 years of ministry, I also think about the fact that you can't build without the right people and without the right teams building with you.
So I also want to honor and thank our Gateway advisors, our elders, our board, our ministry team leaders, our volunteer staff, and all of those who call Gateway Life Church their spiritual home. Surely we're better together. The reason why I've got that photo up there, by the way, is, uh, you know, as you can see, um, that was posted on January 11, 2020. I put that on one of my Instagram stories. And as you can see, I've just said, thankful, blessed and honored to do marriage and ministry with Trina as we prepare our first messages, not only for 2020, but also for a new decade. For me, it was just such a moment. You know, and so I asked one of the staff, you know, I'm pretty bold with just asking people to take photos. Like I'll stop their whole business. You know, can you just stop doing business and take a photo of us? Because this is an important moment for me. <laughs> I was just having a moment. There we were preparing our messages. She was preparing. I was preparing. We'd just been on holidays. We'd just come back. And now we're preparing our first sermons for a whole new decade. You know, little did I know, little did we know, that just in a couple of months' time, the global church was going to be shut down. At that particular time, we weren't online. You know, I wanted to be online for about probably five years. I remember talking about wanting to do live services about five or so years ago. But for whatever reason, the time was right now. And this is why I say, you know, I thank God for His faithfulness. I thank God for a faithful uh, and a fruitful wife and, and team. You know, you never know. We never know what's around the corner. We don't know. Now, it's not to say that we haven't, it hasn't been tough. Of course, it's been tough. I've had my moments. I'm like you. I'm on that roller coaster of life, going through ups and downs, sharp lefts, whiplash rights, sharp descents, you know, where I feel like I'm going to be sick, right? I'm going through it all as well, but there's just one thing I've just always wanted to do, and that is just hold on to Jesus, like in a roller coaster, hold on, and you're going to get there if you don't jump out. Don't jump out. That would be dangerous. Hold on. We're going to get there, church. Not only are we going to get there, we're going to get there with flying colors. And what, what the devil means for harm, God will continually turn around for good. You see, this is what I'm excited about. If you're going through a, a test of your faith right now, just why don't you pause for a moment and think to yourself, wow, I wonder how God is going to get me out of this one. I wonder what's in store for me here because God, you know what? I can't see how you're going to do this, but you promised to turn all things around for good and that all things are working together for good. And I can't tell you how many times I've thought like that. God, I don't know how you're going to do this, but I know that you're going to. And God always has. That's why I'm giving thanks in this moment for 20 years of God's faithfulness. 20 years. Throughout October, we've been reflecting. We've dived into, uh, you know, the archives, the media archives, and we've had a few laughs at my expense in particular. But We've had a few laughs, we've reflected, but I also trust that for every single person, it's also been a time of renewal, a time to personally renew our faith and our commitment to the Lord, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as we prepare for the future. And as we move into a new decade now, we'll continue to live out our core values, which are to love and serve. 
You know, our core values, they're, they're, they're positioned, they're nailed to the wall in the foyer. But let me tell you something, they're just not values on a wall. Those values are written on our hearts. They're not just good values, they are what God values. And they are the two greatest core values in the universe, to love and to serve. Why are they so great? Because Jesus Himself actually said so. We'll continue to mobilise our mission, which is to equip, encourage and empower the generations through discipleship and leadership development, which is the purpose for that, that free online discipleship course. We'll continue to live out our vision which is to be a gateway of God's kingdom, transforming community and culture. And by God's grace, we'll be in our own building, which is why we want to build tomorrow, today, and leave a legacy for the generations. I'd also like to remind us that it's important to grow, to love the things that God loves. You know, one of the uh, primary evidences of your Christian growth is that you begin to love the things that God loves. And you let go of the things that God doesn't love. One of the true testimonies of growth in the Christian life is that we now hate the sin that we once embraced and loved. Now, if anyone does sin, we know what the Bible says, that if anyone confesses their sin, God is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins and cleanse us from all wrongdoing. And whenever someone turns to God with authenticity and prays that kind of prayer, God forgives them like that. But one of the primary evidences of growth is that we love, we grow in the things, right? We grow to love the things that God loves because there's nothing greater and more pleasing than to please the one who called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light and so to bring us this reminder today i'd like to give you a little history lesson and talk about a 17th century french monk who was better known as brother lawrence he was born in 1611 and he was martyred for his faith in 1691. He was a Christian during a very dangerous era and became the Roman archdeacon. His position as archdeacon held the responsibility as being the keeper of the treasures of the church. He lived during the reign of the Roman emperor Valerian who ordered a persecution. He passed a bill to order the persecution of all believers in Christ. The Christians who were arrested at this time, they had no trial and they were sentenced to a cruel death. The prefect during this period had learned that Brother Lawrence was the keeper of the treasures of the church. And so he demanded that all the riches of the church should be surrendered to Rome. Brother Lawrence agreed to surrender all the treasures and requested some time so that he could gather all the church's goods. But during his delay, Brother Lawrence worked swiftly 
to distribute as much church property to the poor as possible. And on the third day, he presented himself to the prefect. When ordered to give up all the treasures of the church, Brother Lawrence responded gladly and began to present the poor, the crippled, the blind, the needy, and the suffering. In actual fact, it's written that he brought these people with him. He went out into the streets, and as he came before the the prefect in that particular court, on either hand, he had the poor, the needy, and the crippled. And he said, here are the true treasures of the church. It's people. And you are the true treasures of the church. You. You are. It's not about the material possessions. Like, isn't it true? We all know we're not taking, you know, our riches with us. When we're buried, those riches are not being buried with us. We're not taking our money with us. We're not taking whatever it is we hold dear. We're not taking our mobile phones with us. All we'll take with us into eternity is what we did. The Bible says that on the last day, books will be opened. One's called the Book of Deeds, the Book of Life. And it you know, what will be read out are the things done. Uh, we know that Jesus told the story that on the last day, you know, people are going to say, Lord, when did we feed you? When did we clothe you? When did we, uh, when did we visit you in hospital? When you were in prison? And the Lord will say, inasmuch as you did it to the least of these of mine, you did it to me. You see, this is what I believe. I believe there's something of Christ in all of us, whether we are believers or not. So you might say to me, you might say to me, so are you saying there's something of Christ in even an unbeliever? Personally speaking, yes. You might say, how might you say that? Because all things were created through Christ. All things were created through Christ. And Christ has come to redeem all of us. And all, the, you know, the Bible says that the, uh, the whole earth is full of the glory of God. There is something of Christ in all of us. And sometimes I believe one of the greatest rewards that we'll ever receive from Jesus is when we did something for someone who could never repay us back. Right? And so that you are the true treasures of the church. What is the church? It's you. It's about people. And a big part of my prayer is that, and we're going to pray about this in a moment, is that God would open up our eyes to see what He sees so that when we look upon our neighborhood, when we look upon our schools, when we look upon our friends, our community, we will see people that God loves. What if we loved people those who don't know Christ, what if we love them as if they were our brother and our sister instead of loving them when they are our brother and sister? If I see Paulie and Otter down the street or if I see Ace or if I see Leanne down the street, I'm like, hey, 
Hey! Why? Because that's a brother in Christ, a sister in Christ, members of our church family. I wonder what it might be like if we were like that with everybody. <laughs> Loving them like they're in our church now. Should we wait to love them? Should we only love them when they come to our church? Should we wait until they walk through the door? Why don't we love them now? It's what I love about going to my gym. For me, it's like one of my evangelistic grounds. It just is. It just is. Hey, you're looking good. Have you been working out? Of course you are. That's why you're here. Just reaching out. Just reaching out. I want to be that kind of church. You see, the strength of our future will be found in the strength of the people. The strength of the church is in the strength of the people. The stronger the people, the stronger the church. The stronger the people, the stronger the church. And if we want God to do a bigger work, right, through us, and I believe that if I sat down in front of you, I don't know why this, I'm exercising this posture. It's like a relaxed posture. And I say, hey, I want to ask you a question. Do you want to see the church grow and be strong and enlarged? You'd be like, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, okay. We'd all say yes. In order to have a greater future, a bigger future, in order for God to do a bigger thing through us, he has to do a bigger thing in us. Okay? It starts in here. And right now, I just want to share Gateway Word of the Week. And we're going to close with prayer. And Jesus said, in Matthew chapter 9, verses 36 to 38, don't you love this about Jesus? When Jesus saw the multitudes, the crowds, He was moved with compassion because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. But then he turned to his disciples and he said, Listen, the harvest is truly plentiful now, but the workers are few. Therefore pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest fields. You see, Jesus saw the crowds. He saw the multitudes. And when he saw them, his heart was moved with compassion. And I just pray that when we look upon our families, our neighbours, our workplaces, that we would see people who are like scattered, no purpose, weary, tired, mentally tired, like sheep having no shepherd who is leading them into peaceful harbours. Let's pray. Why don't you stand? Whoo! Why don't you stand? And we're just going to pray according to this particular passage that we would seek first the kingdom of God in all your ways so that all that we need would be added unto us. I really do pray that you would open up our eyes, God, unstop our ears to see that the harvest is ready now. And that word still lives, the harvest is ready now. So we pray for workers who have a heart to reach the lost. I pray that every single person will have the opportunity to lead someone to Jesus. 
thank you, Lord, for the opportunity for every single person, even those who think to themselves, I could never do that. I could never see myself doing that. I pray against that kind of unbelief and those seeds of doubt. I thank you, Lord, that all things are possible and this passage would not be here if you had not equipped and called us to win the lost. And so, God, I thank you for the seed of faith now to win the lost. And Lord, we commit the next, the rest of this decade to you. And I do declare your blessing and that the same God who was faithful yesterday will be faithful today and tomorrow. In Jesus' name. And so in closing now, I want to give someone the opportunity. As I look around this auditorium, I can see that everyone is right with God. But if you're not, and for those online, those watching this replay, allow me to give you the opportunity to get your life right with Jesus. And so if that's you, if you just know that you need your sins forgiven, that you want, and that you want your name written in the Lamb's book of life, then pray this prayer after me. Dear Father in heaven, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I acknowledge Jesus as my Lord, my Savior, my healer, and soon coming King. Help me now to be a Christian and to live according to your ways in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Yes, yeah, so it's really really good for me just to say yeah, just to say some visions of yeah, the past times and what what things were like in the past for for this church to, just to be filled in and mm. and how how things have yeah, grown obviously from those humble beginnings that yeah, you guys made and yeah. Yeah, just jump in. I just just want to more, more out of respect and just to share and assert like it's a powerful testimony that when you're just responding to that call and responding to I guess that language when you know it's God's word and not ever turning your back on that and the fruit that's produced like I mean no words will do justice between yourself and Trina and the church and what you have done over 20 years it's just I often try and fathom it especially this time of year it's the second time I've, yeah you've done the a bit of a review but on this particular point it's like it's just such a strong testimony reminder remind, like many times we look for the miracles and stuff like that but we always have something really close to home and you know this is our home it's our spiritual home with gateway and i think there's almost like a responsibility to follow the example and actually in acknowledgement that responding to the call of god this is what it produces for each and every one that's a different shape but yeah and i want to thank you for that Back then, uh, you know, I remember the whole process of, of setting up and packing up and everybody having their different jobs and, you know, everybody really relishing that opportunity to be a part of what was going on as well. It, it never felt like a startup. It just felt like everything belonged. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, awesome. like, church was my favourite part of the week. I, I couldn't wait to get back there the next Sunday and wow. everything that was happening throughout the week as well. It was just such an explosive period of growth for everyone who was a part of that mm. um, and that that really came down to the leadership that yourself and Trina showed everybody um, and the strength that we were able to draw from you guys so yeah a little, little bit emotional for me actually because it's it was the most formative part of my entire life um, and I've got so much to be grateful for 
for you guys to help for helping me. Yeah, just everything was was really uh, energetic, and there was a lot of things going on. And, it, and like I said, it never felt like a startup. It just felt like everything was right. Yeah, um, yeah, it was brilliant. Crazy. The fact that you, you're still on that path 20 years later, it really is a, a testament to um, those values and the authenticity that you guys have. Hi, Pastor Jace, Pastor Trina. That's Michael here from, from um, Swan Hill, Michael and Kirsten. Uh, we just wanted to say congratulations. 20 years is an amazing effort. Uh, you've shown um, great leadership and resilience and patience and helped so many people uh, in the name of our Lord. And uh, just from our, our point of view, we were in Albury for a number of years and we moved to Swan Hill. Um, and through the grace of God and technology, we've been able to reconnect with the church, which has been amazing for us um, through some, some hard times. Uh, it really helped us out. So we thank you so much. Um, you really have uh, shown shown the way for others in acting, uh, acting out your faith, and um, and spreading the word to others, not just in Albury or Swan Hill or Australia, but through the world, um, spreading the, the Lord's word. So we really appreciate you, and we're so glad that. You um, have made it through the 20 years with um, probably a lot of sacrifice on your behalf. Um, but well done, congratulations, and uh, we look forward to um, a lot more years to come. Hello, Gateway. Hello, Gateway family. And congratulations on 20 years of uh, church existence. It's a magnificent achievement. I wandered into the doors back in 2002, unsaved, and my journey has been amazing and I'd just like to thank Pastor and Jason and Trina and everyone else on that journey too that's just sowed so much into our life and uh, it's been a ripping time now we're not really a part of the church now because we've moved away but um, still our hearts are with Gateway and always will be uh, thank you very much I just really want to say a big thank you to Pastor and Jason and Trina and who they have been um, in our journey um, we met in the church so, um, and I know that Pastor Jason has played a particularly important role in um, Tim's Christian journey, and we just want to thank Gateway for being a part of our journey. Yeah, it's huge. And uh, this is the generational um, well, blessings of Gateway Life Church. So, four little awesome humans here, so thank you very much. It's been amazing. Congratulations, Congratulations for 20 years, Pastor Jason and Trina. Trina. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> well, congratulations on 20 years of Gateway Life Church. I am so inspired by you both and proud of all that you have achieved in those 20 years. And I just really want to take this opportunity to say a massive thank you for the way that you have put God first continually and the way that you have loved others and continue to lead so consistently throughout those years and i feel so blessed that god chose me to not only just be in close proximity with two incredible leaders but to also have them as my parents and i love you guys i'm always praying for you and gateway life church and i'm so 
excited that there are still incredible days ahead of you and your best days still ahead. So congratulations and yeah, love you guys so much. Congratulations, mum and dad, on 20 years of Gateway Life Church. That's just incredible. When I think about what I was doing 20 years ago, I was only five and I was running around church with my pigtails, just finding any snack I could find. <laughs> and now look at you guys, you're in your own building. Um, you know, look at what you've accomplished over the last 20 years, it's been huge. That is the church that I grew up in and it's the church that I met Dan in and it's just blessed me personally so much and so many others as well. So I'm really proud of you, mum and dad. I love you so much and um, yes, congratulations. Yeah, like Anna said, we're so proud to be part of Gateway Life Church. It had such an impact on my life, on my faith foundation, and really blessed me. And, you know, Gateway Life Church, like you guys probably will see that had, and uh, will know that it had a, had a small beginning, but the Bible says in Zechariah 4.10, says, don't despise small beginnings. And even now, you know, the impact that Gateway Life has had in 20 years is just incredible. In my life personally, and in so many others, I just really believe Gateway Life Church, like a stone dropped in a pond, it's just rippling across Australia, changing so many people's lives. And yeah, have faith in that. Have faith that you guys have done such an incredible job. And uh, and, and Jace, your, your faith personally is so inspiring. So keep going, keep believing, stay strong, and uh, the best is ahead. We believe it. And thank you so much. We love you guys. We love you. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Gateway Life Church. For more information, please visit gatewaylifechurch.org.au. God bless and have a great day.